What's good, people? We're on to our next episode, episode two, featuring Juan Rodriguez from Winner's Circle XR. Uh, really cool podcast. Been working with Juan for a couple of years in some creative spaces and, and education and, and career paths for youth. Um, we share some personal stories, you know I'm saying some, some personal connections and a few other things. So thank you again for listening in. Uh, now you're going to check out the next episode of What's Good People podcast hosted by me, Jaywan, Jaywan the brand. Uh, this next episode, episode two, featuring Juan Rodriguez for Winner Circle XR. Enjoy. All right, we're recording. I hit the record. We got it going. This is not like Austin PBD when I was awarding one and, and we're both tech savvy and couldn't figure out what to do with the camera. And and, and then Dennis, then then Juan started picking up Juan, the mic's in it. He moved the mic out the way, made fun of my, <laughs> made, made fun of my height because he's like, oh, we got to move the camera back. I'm a little taller. <laughs> I saw he got jokes, huh? He got jokes. But um, anyways... So I went. So, so the podcast is what's good, people. What I always say, how I started off with my hands everywhere, and so I named the podcast "What's Good, People." Uh, so we're on episode two. Our second guest, Juan Rodriguez from Winter Circle XR. Juan and I worked together for quite a few years, uh, as far as with turn up, and then some history about Sound Session, which he's got some archives. I'm hoping that we can get digital soon. Uh, for when he first got into videography. So I'm really excited to see some of that stuff. We might even be able to bring some to Melissa over at the State Archives. So yeah, we got some stuff you can put in the archives of, you know what I'm saying, uh, for the state and for the city. Um, but Juan's really active in the community, teaching, loves to teach youth, and he's really on this this XR uh, path and, and teaching technology uh, to the youth and the next generation. And I'm fascinated with technology. He's fascinated with technology. And so... Um, yeah, definitely. I definitely I'm, I'm I'm happy he decided to be a guest and uh and he gonna he gonna critique my skills with video and editing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Juan, you got too many jump cuts. What's up with mm-hmm. that? The the voice is off. You might have some of that those kung fu movies with me, right? I'm trying to change it and then it's like, why is it not matching? Just get over it, because it is what it is. <laughs> That's how yeah. it is. <laughs> you can read my lips if you can't hear the sound. Um but yeah, so I just wanted to I'm going to let Juan introduce himself and uh, talk about what he's working on in his company, and then we'll dive in. Go ahead, Juan. Nice. This is, uh, first of all, thank you, Juan, for having me as a guest. Um, I, I think this is a great opportunity. You got something really great going on with this energy, the synergy, um, and I'm excited about this. Um, about me, um, first of all, I just want to say I'm a father. I'm a father of two. I'm a husband um, to my beautiful wife. Um, and I'm also an educator. Um, I've been an educator for about like five years at the Providence School Department. Uh, prior to that, I was working as a video uh, a video producer and an editor for an affiliate television station. Um, and I started picking that up um, over the years. I've been doing that. I've been freelancing in video production for about like 15 years. So when I started doing that, um, I always had a passion to give back to the community. So. One of the ways that I did that is that I held like different workshops in the community. Um, and I just stuck to it. I just found different ways to, to find different workshops, whether it had to do with video production or something that sparked the, the, the youth's interest um, and providing those resources to the youth. 
Um, but yeah, that's my thing. I, I love doing it right now. I'm currently um, running an organization while I'm educating at, at, at a school. Um, and the name of my organization is Winner's Circle XR, where we provide unique educational experiences for educators and, uh, and students. Cool, cool, cool. So you just said you're old, right? 15 years? Sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I gave my age a little bit there, but he's, he's yeah, like, I'm up yeah. there. <laughs> he's like 15 years. Yeah. So yeah, it's like when I go, yeah, I started promoting in <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, Juan, why are you trying to hide it? It's on your LinkedIn. It says 1994, right? You started doing this 1994. I said, yeah, my son was one years old, right? And he's going to be 29. So to just do the math of how long I've been doing this. And uh, and, I, and it's like we finally got the cross cross paths uh, as far as like with video production, doing stuff with, with Turn Up. You know what I'm All our commercials, including that What's Up commercial with Kobe, myself, Ty, Angie, trying to reenact that Budweiser commercial. Uh, that was fun. That was that was a fun time doing that piece. And then like the basketball, some of basketball league, you know what I'm saying? And Juan was starting to mess with the drone. We're out there in Pawtucket, you know what I'm saying? Trying to catch the footage, messing with the drone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. <laughs> that was, was fun, just playing around with different gadgets, right? And, yeah, it was, it was fun, but he was a little nervous. He's eh, like, I don't want to go up too high. I can't, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't, I can't see it. Bring it back down. <laughs> right, that's a that's an expensive piece of equipment, man. Yes, it is. Like, you don't want to crash into a tree or something, then and then you lose it. Yeah, because I think DJ Buck got one. He says, Juan, I went so far, I lost it. He's like, I couldn't find it. He yes. lost it. He <laughs> lost the drone, right? So then he finally got one where he's comfortable with it. Like, you guys start doing, like, the what you did the Point Street Bridge, like, going yeah, over yeah. the water. I said, oh, he comfortable now because he's over the water now. I said, he comfortable with it. Before, it was like, nah, we're going up that high. I can see it up no more. <laughs> and that, that's, yeah. I was kind of nervous with that, too. I said, I want to get one, but I'm like, I'll be the first one to crash and Go up and hit a helicopter, and I'm getting sued. Yeah, I'm trying to race it on something, right? <laughs> and I'm a jerk like that. Oh, this helicopter. Let's see if we can hit it, right? Like, this, yeah, yeah. It's one of those <laughs> one of those bad kids. Like, well, he shouldn't yeah. be he shouldn't be flying that low. No, you shouldn't be going that high. <laughs> um, but nah, it's, yeah, like I said, we're into gadgets and just and new technology, like 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 teaching and and we're always. Why not? You see this? You see that? He's always sending me something, and I send him something, and then it's um. Like in Facebook, and then it's like we catch it, right? And then it's like yeah. we're always looking for something, right? Something. Oh, we're tagging each other. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Tagging. <laughs> it's finding stuff. Did you see that? Yeah, we gotta check this out. Even the latest yeah. project. So Juan was also awarded the um, second Awesome PVD uh, micro grant. So that's a given circle awesomepvd.org where we give out a thousand dollars a month every month, and Juan was an awardee for June. And he's working on an, an AR part project for anti-racism, working with the youth organization to create this mural that's interactive with what they call projection mapping. So he's got the equipment. He's on that learning curve. He's like, well, I got to figure out the software. It's like we yeah. always try to figure that out. I'm like, and I'm like, hurry up, figure it out. You should know tomorrow. Get it done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. That's, that's something that's going to be really fun. I mean, I, I know, Juan, you got to give me some, you got to be patient with me, but you know, you know everything that I got going on. He's on in school. I got my kids in my hair. He goes, I got to cheat. <laughs> he goes, they but, learned this. So I, I get it. But I also tell Juan, it's not just you, because don't think you need to do it. And, um, and, and hopefully, like I said, if we bring on these youth groups, they have some leads that can also learn with you uh this that because that's kind of kind of it doesn't always have to be you know what I'm saying like he's spared this is his project but it's like let them do some heavy lifting you know what i'm saying let them 
I, I ain't got time to figure this out. You figure it out. And that's kind of how they learn, right? And bring it back. And so um, I'm looking forward to the project. Hopefully we're going to premiere it at PVD Fest in September. Um, yeah. And, and but I'm excited. And that's just one, but just what the possibilities are with, with that equipment and just the ideas integrating it into your curriculum, you know, saying what you're doing with XR. So, so I'm happy to be a part of that. And then hopefully we get AS220, cross our fingers. You know, so I love artists that say, what's the budget, right? Now, artists are not used to saying that. They're like, oh, I just want to be down, right? It feels good. He's like, what's the budget? I said, what's the cost? We're going to figure it out. I said, so we're going to try to figure out what, because they're young artists. So you want them to understand that they get paid for what they do, like you're know saying you do, and um, and figure out what's feasible. So to come up with something they love and to get compensated for it would be great, right? So, um, yeah. So yeah, so so I'm happy about that project. As we move on, we're pl- probably gonna have plenty of more projects to go on. Um, so what else are you working on, Juan? What else? Uh, I said I know you're running the program for the summer. Give me some. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, aside from that art project, um, which is, which is really exciting because I mean, uh, getting people to interact with that technology is gonna be fun. Um, we also run the the XR Academy, which is like really dope because it's um it's a it's a after school program during the school year. Um, and this summer we had the opportunity to run it um, two different sessions on District Hall. Um, and each session runs for a week long where students are learning all about XR technology. And that's augmented reality, virtual reality, and mixed reality. Uh, students are learning all about different careers that are using this new technology and, and how they're training people in these different industries with this technology. Uh, students are learning how to implement this into their classroom so that they could um, present for, for projects or even like, um, enhance their learning um, and, and try to understand difficult concepts using this technology. And then ultimately what they're doing is that they're designing and coding, right? They're designing and coding a 3D environment that they can share with their friends um, where their peers can easily immerse themselves inside of that environment. If not, they can bring it up through augmented reality and pull up a digital device and they'll see that computer simulation right in that space. So all that is super exciting. It's a lot different. Uh, and it's one of a kind, right? It's the only thing that's being done right now in Rhode Island. So I'm excited to, to watch students create stuff like this. Like I had a fifth grader create um, an exhibit of Cambodia, like what Cambodia would look like. And he has temples in there. He has um, animals from Cambodia. And he programmed it so that people are inside of that little space. Um, and they're talking about the history of Cambodia. So now when he shares that and he shares it to his friends, his peers, um, anyone, right? They could dive into inside of Cambodia and, and kind of like experience what that looks like. And and that's what I and that's what I love about the technology. Even another project we did last before COVID, the three sixty videos. You know, saying the documentary immersive education, uh, yeah. and that's where Juan's spearheading that. So it's it's different when you read it in a two day textbook or even watching it on video and YouTube. But when you're in it, like when I experienced, uh, what was it? Uh, Driving while black, right? So that's while that. black. You know, traveling while black, right? So the the other driving while black is that comedy one we gotta watch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we gotta, listen, but when, the, when PPL, the Providence Public Library, opens up, we're gonna do a screening of this 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 oh, movie. Both this of them. Night, so we're gonna do a screening of this one. But uh, yeah, so traveling while black, and it was based on um, the Green Book. You know, what I'm saying, and, and if y'all are not familiar with the Green Book, it's kind of a guide for traveling down south for folks that are black for for color safe hotels, restaurants, restrooms, it would guide you as you traveled south uh, where the safe safe spots were for, for, for colored people. And so there was this immersive documentary that was talking about it. And, and 
and it's in v- VR, uh, 360 video VR, and we put the headsets on, you're in the documentary, which was ill. You start off in the cinema, then all of a sudden we're on the streets of D.C., right, or Washington, and you're in the diner. It's 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 unbelievable, right? So we so yeah. so that experience, and now having um, youth create that space, right, being able to tell their story immersively, you know, and so, th- and I'm going to segue to this. Juan and I have been talking about a project that we're thinking about doing 360 immersive on our stories. You know what I'm saying? On some of the stuff us growing up in here and, and, and trials and tribulations we dealt with. Um, so we've, I know we've talked about it, but now I'm documenting it publicly. We're going to try to get that done. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah tell that story uh, for both of us that we have similar something else that brought us closer and um, and do it immersively, right? So I just, I think that's really, we have the means, we have the resources, we have the network. I said, we just got to see how we can, uh, put it together, but going yeah. back to the going back to the youth that Cambodia, like I'm just I'm excited to dive in and just because you're able to see it from the student's lens, right? The student's perspective. Like you can go watch yeah. a, a National Geographic, they come in with their crew and they tell a story, but they don't have the culture or the origin story. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. really coming from family generation and and his experience when he goes and visit family versus you coming in for two days and yeah. you know what I'm saying and filming stuff. So. Uh, that's what I like about this because you can have tons of them. I right? say so you can have m- multiple people from Cambodia, but they all have different stories, right? And now they, they all have be, their unique stories. <laughs> yeah. So now it's like you can experience it this way. And so I really appreciate and love the fact that you're introducing them to that technology. And, and um, hopefully, and, and I'm going to make this call out to the tech community. Um, like now I know Tech, tech Collective recognized you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, last year with the award, congratulations on that. You know, because it's it, yeah. and it's just it's seeding it. But then I'm like, I'm cool. You know how I am. Cool, with the accolades. <laughs> bring us some dollars. Bring us some dollars so we can grow up. Bring us some resources. Don't one, one. That's a great job. Yeah, you know, I one. That's a great job. Cool. Now give me some money, right? I said I'm cool with the award. That gonna sit up on my wall. But where's the check to follow it, right? So we can continue expanding sustainability of what you love so much, right? So I'm gonna call all y'all out, right? Those tech companies feed Juan. There's funding. He's yeah. setting it up so you can fund this program so we can expand it, bring on more staff so he can expand this into other schools because he's only one person. And I know how that is being one person trying to run your company, your family, your passion, you know what I'm saying? And just it, yeah, it, it, it can become it's draining. You know what I'm saying? But if it wasn't for your passion, that's what the, I was like, Juan, I'm at an event just before I came here. I said, I had to get home. Why? I said, I had a podcast. Dude, don't you sleep? I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, when I have to, I'll sleep after the podcast. Actually, I can't sleep after the podcast. I'm going to go pick up myself for work. Then I'll come back and sleep, right? So um, Maybe. Maybe I go back home and do some more work. Oh, man, man I'm going to go back because I still got to edit episode yeah. one with Lad, right? So and um, this one, I, I made it easier. Like, look, a nice, easy setup. You know what I'm saying? Nice. If I need to make some adjustments, you know what I'm saying, I can. And um, But I'm learning. I said, Juan, Juan taught me some stuff when we were – Filming for uh, Three Dice Silo. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We were at Roger Williams, <laughs> and he's like, "You gotta do this. Talk ahead, move to the side. Oh, the light this way." I said, "So yeah. he was doing that director of photography. See, I even know positions. He was being the director of photography. Yeah, multiple the, cameras set up. The, the camera <laughs> guy, exactly. The camera guy. And it was, mind you, it was just the two of us. You would thought there was a whole crew there, but it was just two of us. Him, man, in the machine, and me sitting my fat ass." In front of the camera, <laughs> sweating like I'm being interrogated at uh, down at Providence Police Center, uh, police oh, department. 
And that's not an imagination. I actually was interrogated in the police department. <laughs> in a former life. Uh, <laughs> but nah, man, it was, um, it's always been cool, man. Fun, fun to work with you. It's just fun to find somebody who has similar interests and also has the passion to give back to community. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone's like, we do a lot of volunteer work, (laughs) right? Yeah, man. Like we don't we don't only share the same name, man. We share that same drive, man. I know the same. Yeah, I forgot that the one (laughs) and one thing too. So now, so there's so there's a fourth one, right? Because I tell everybody, there's three in my household. There's my dad, me, and my son, right? So there's three ones, and then now I got my brother one, right? So one and one make two. We heard all the jokes, like we've seen everything else before. (laughs) So it's like it is what it is, what it is. Um, but yeah, having similar passion, you know what I'm saying? And, and Juan's talk about his family, man, being a father, you know what I'm saying? And like now even getting prepared for this, he's got young ones. I got to feed them, put them down, you know what I'm saying? To sleep. And I'm like, yeah, I just want to put mine in the kennel and walk off somewhere. But those days are over. <laughs> DCYF, I never put my kids in the kennel. Uh, but like, it's... Like now, my boy, this like I said, they don't grow out of it, Juan. So just to let you know, I got a twenty-eight and twenty-two year old, and they still want to dress in Spider-Man outfits and climb on rock, rock climbing. So I, I believe it, man. I'm just, I'm, this is why I'm covering my head because I got more grades coming in the other day, man. Oh <laughs> man, I got a, I got a ton over here, and I'm like, I got to get a haircut tomorrow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get a haircut tomorrow. My wife's always like, you got a lot more grades in there, and then I got that patch on this side of my beard. <laughs> I'm constantly yeah. with tweezers and clipping, and my boys are like, "Why don't you just die? I ain't doing that dying Coleman stuff. I'm good. I'll be yeah, like yeah, a woman, yeah. start crying, and mascara running would be like <laughs> running down my down my neck. It's like, which one? I said, "Yes, I'm good. I, I seen those Rick Ross thick beards oh, with man. shoe polish, right? Like, like, yeah, yeah. like my wife got you. Look like they got armor on it." <laughs> Like my 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 wife got a uh, twin cousins right, and they were at a wedding. So one in the wedding did the Coleman right, like his beard's not gray and black, like it's all black, and then the other twins all gray. <laughs> so really? he's like, <laughs> so he's trying to hide his age with twins. He goes, he goes, he got a all he said he got a Rick Ross full beard, all nice and black, and I'm here with my grays. With yeah. the same maybe age, they had right? a maybe they had a theme going on. Maybe they're no, no yin and a yang or something. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now you can tell who's who, right? As long as they got the, yeah. he's, like, he's I'm not dying it, and it's like because they both got long dreads, and um, I've known them since they were teenagers, and uh, just watch it. They're funny, man. They're funny as funny as heck to watch them. But I'm just looking at them like now I know who's who. You got a black yeah. beard and and gray beard, right? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like two like two pirates, two K Verdian pirates. Oh, man. <laughs> but nah, I man. Um. Nah, that's that's cool. So, 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 what's that? What's going on with school? Because I know you're in school. You're still pursuing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, I mean, personally, or with like with the school that I teach. At. No, you personally, your your degrees. You know oh uh, yeah, I mean, personally, I, um, I'm pursuing a master's degree. Yeah, which yeah. is like really exciting because I'm pursuing a master's degree in in um curriculum design. Right. So yeah. now I'm like learning how to. I'm mastering how to curriculum. Uh, how to design a curriculum. Which is gonna really help me out because, like, now when I'm creating these curriculums for them to implement XR technology, um, I, I, perhaps it's gonna give me the credentials that I need, or I'm gonna be taken a little bit more serious, not as just an educator that's trying to implement all this stuff and put this stuff together and, and kind of like feed it to the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's something that I'm like really dedicated to and really passionate about, and I'm trying to find every way possible um, to, to learn. Um, what's the best possible way to, to educate um, uh, pedagogies and, and to educate young folks 
Um, and, and, and I want to continue doing this. Like I want to, uh, this is not something that I want to do short term. It's something that I have long-term goals. And like right now I do have some plans, um, five-year plan, 10-year plans that, that I'm slowly just starting to roll stuff out. And, and I'm super excited about some of the stuff that I got coming up. And I, and I, you know what I love about that? Getting the masters. Um, now you can be, the, be an adjunct, right? Yeah, and, that, and 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 now you can build an adult curriculum to teach adults how to teach youth, right? So so yeah. that helps, still helps your mission. Like we said, when you talk about sustainability and, and scalability, I said now you're the man teaching, building the curriculum is you know say is credentials, you know saying now they can get credits, but then you're teaching educators on how to use this space, you know what I'm saying in their space. So I think that that's how I see that one of the qualities and one of the potentials of you getting that degree is now you build a curriculum. You know, saying that you teach adults so they can carry in the classrooms and you and it's tested. I have case studies. I've ran these programs. You know, saying I'm not just telling you how to do it. Like I sat there and chased yeah. fifth graders around the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I first started this, like um, I put it all together and it was just like an outline. I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do every day of the program. But um, slowly as I grew, um, even as an educator, like now my stuff is aligned with um, with national science standards, uh, common core standards. Um, and now I'm like adding lessons, like real minute to minute um, lessons that if, if, if I sell this off, like uh, if another person picks it up, they can easily follow along and, and implement the same stuff that I was doing or, or provide the same program that I was providing. And and you know so, how I feel when I like the word you said sell it off. I said IP intellectual property, right? So, <laughs> so we do we do stuff for the community. Mm -hmm. Certain communities, yes, you can get this as a free curriculum. You know, they give you that free trial, but then after seven days you've got to pay. Yeah. I said you, university <laughs> universities no free trial. You charge all these students that much money for tuition, you can pay for you know saying yeah, my, my, my my sweat and intellectual equity. You know what I'm saying? Like sweat yeah. equity. You taught so. me well, old white one. <laughs> <laughs> wise one, right? Yeah. Of, not wise one, but wise one. Wise one, right? yeah. <laughs> See, so guess what? We're like a we're gonna be like a crew of Yodas, right? All these yeah. ones. Instead of Yoda, it's gonna be all ones. Obi-Wans, right? Obi-Wans. Um, but yeah, just and, and don't be afraid of that. I always tell people that it's, it's a dis, especially because we, we discuss nonprofits, you know what I'm saying? We discuss different setups of what we're doing with our co companies and what's the benefits, what's the uh, pitfalls. And uh, you and I always bounce stuff back and forth, right? Just, yeah. just giving advice and get sh and shooting ideas. And, and just um, to let the public know, man, me and Juan don't always get along. Sometimes we do clash. Man. <laughs> we got so much passion. And sometimes I'm like, damn, fuck, man. I'm like, I'm sorry for swearing, but like. You can swear. This is, this is, this ain't PG. This ain't, this, if we put it in your class, we'll make sure we, 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 we censor your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, people got to know, man. People got to know that the truth. You know what I'm saying, like, yep. stuff isn't always a smooth ride, man. Like, yep. we do clash sometimes and we do. Um, going back and forth sometimes, and there's times where we do take a break from each other. But yeah. at the ultimate goal is that we do find that common place that we do gotta um, push what's best for the community, and, and that's what's really cool about us is that we have that passion to to push push stuff forward, put put our feelings to the side, and put push everything forward. And, and I and I love that because we even talk about it, right? So we address yeah. it. Like some people just have it and they don't address it. We addressed it. Still shop and seal, right? You know what I'm saying? Still shop and steal. And my business partner and cousin, since we were 14 and 12 and whatever, doing stuff, we bump heads on every day. Like, it's like, yeah. it's like arguing. Then we don't talk to each other for weeks. Then we text, what you doing? 
<laughs> right so so that's that's relationships right it's not we're not always going to see eye to eye then then it's like um and it depends on what we're dealing with right so we also going to be sensitive on what current situation we're in and so even though i'm in certain situations what i'm trying to do is learn how to uh manage relationships individually right so then it's like even though i'm in a bad space I'm going to leverage this person who's trying to come at me to get out of that space, right? Because it has nothing to do with them. We have a really good project. Let's figure that out. Or we have a really good conversation and that's learning. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to be like, cause I can be pushy. I'm pushy. I'm aggressive. And, um, right now to today, someone couldn't do one of the events they said they could do because why well, we're on vacation. I said, I asked you like a month ago, you're just realizing you're on vacation that time, right? <laughs> and then someone else comes to me and then everyone gets mad at me. Oh, you're being petty. No, I said, I did it in advance to avoid that, right? But they said, well, you're doing something around vacation time. I said, I get that. But I asked you a month ago to put mm -hmm. it in. Like if, if, and so, and then I need to be linked. Things happen. You know what I'm saying? Stuff change. So I, I need to pull back, but I'm that type of person because it's like, all right. I owe you. So when you ask me for something, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Like I, I started, <laughs> then it's like, Oh, you become distance. I see. Yeah, I'm spoiled. I see you do what I'm doing. So I'm going to, you know, what? I'm just going to turn my phone off and block you for a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, come yeah. on. You're being, said, uh, and then I'll get over it. Right. Cause I'm in my feelings. Right. So I'm in that bag, but I understand people need some time away and all that stuff, but I just get mad. Why does it always have to be when I ask you to do something? You need, like, I need a break. I see yeah, you didn't say that to the last five people, but when I ask you to break, is it me? Yeah, it must be me. <laughs> so, so then I'm like, I got plan B. Then they feel insulted. What do you mean you got plan B? Yeah, if I was yeah. going on a date and she said, no, I'm going through my Rolodex. Here's, I went through A. She said, no, I'm on B. Here, see, there's a whole alphabet. Yeah. I'm like, get this in, right? <laughs> so, so if I got this person, I'm going to call someone else. And don't be offended. But they're like, if they get offended because I do it within a. So what if I change my mind back? I don't have time for you to wait. Yeah, right, yeah. like I know, so and and I get it because it's the nature of the business of what I do outside of community, so I make it applicable in community, and it's kind of like, well, you can't really do that with nonprofits and all. Why can't I? What makes them amazing? <laughs> like, and that's leading back to what I was saying. Like nonprofits, to me, the only difference is they're tax exempt companies, and something yeah. you and I talk about, right? So, um, and there was one you chasing the bag. I said, and it's not about putting it in my pocket. I'm chasing the bag so I can grow these projects, right? Like I want to seed something and I love to see it grow. Right. And then I'm like, I'm on to the next thing, right? I'm not even trying to get rich on this thing. Why? I said, cause I don't have the patience to stick around for, to see if it's going, like, I'll set it up. See you later. All right. You got, you got that on your own. Like now, even if I was selling weed, I'm going to grow a batch and it's right, you can have that. Why? I said, I don't smoke it, but I want the green for the green yeah, you yeah. Grow that and, <laughs> and then give me the package back. Right. So yeah, like I said, there's no filter in here. You know And I tell Coming from my old business, like, you know what I'm saying, for my old businesses, for allegedly what I used to do, I can't even say allegedly because yeah. I, I went away for, I went to Cranston University for it, but um, <laughs> so, 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 so there was no alleged. I said, dude, you went away to Cranston University for it, but um, even I, like this is for those cats that are coming from our communities in those type of environments. Y'all are businessmen, businesswomen, and it's just the only difference is changing your product. Yeah. Right. Changing yeah. your product. It's applied mathematics, man. Exactly. And I said, going through, I said, I got into that business back then because I seen some idiots I grew up with, <laughs> went to school, and I'm like, they're killing it. I'm like, them dudes used to cheat off my math class, <laughs> like my yeah. math test and stuff. And now they're like 
knowing decimals and breaking down grams. Dude, you didn't even know what a gram yeah. was in, in, in high school. Now it's like you doing know fractions and shit. Yeah, 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 fraction, like they hated the fractions before. Yeah. Denominator, numerators. I'm like, I couldn't even tell one for the other. Uh, and now I watch them. I said, damn, they get, and and that's kind of what threw me in. I'm like, damn, if they're doing it at that level, you know what I'm saying? I can do it at another. And and it was just like I said, it was a it was a course in life. You know, I told them they don't define me. Uh, it was something I tested and and, and it didn't work, right? It just it just it wasn't meant for me. And, and I have a different path. And so, I, and the reason why I'm sharing this is because I have a lot of dudes and um, some young ladies that are out there, and they use it as a crutch, right? Yeah. Or or um, a reason why not to do something. Yeah. Well, you you never. Exp- I love when they said you never been through what I've been through. You never this. You worked at a college. You've been a recruiter. You do this and this and this. I said, yeah, that was all on the other side of coming from Cranston University. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me something else. You know what I'm saying? Like travel from here to Japan, work for Toyota, all on the other side of me coming out that gate. Right. So I'm like, I just don't lead with it. And it doesn't define me. It was a part of my life, part of my life story. But that's it. And I tell everybody, I said, when I share it, I'm not a felon. I committed a felony. You're not going to label me that for the rest of my life. I paid my debt to society, yeah. you know. So, um, so yeah, not to go on for that tangent, but it just it just sometimes that I I just want to put that out there because I get a lot of cats that they come with every excuse in the book, and I'm like, Izzy. yeah, man. I'm at this, believe <laughs> I'm an example myself. Like I yeah. I got caught up when I was younger, yeah. um, and I got a charge myself as a felony charge, but um, I didn't let that define me. I didn't let that hold me down. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of, kind of, I don't want to say I use that to kind of leverage me, but that was that was a mistake I made in the past, and mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't want that to hold me down. And I kind of use that as fuel, like, oh shit, I made this mistake, and I kind of like got to push myself even harder. So um, I, I overshadow that mistake that I did, and nobody's kind of like labeling me that and just focusing on that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and I mean, you know the deal, man. <laughs> you know, even with me, it's like when I have the conversation, they're like, "What? You were yeah. what?" I said, yeah, almost two years. I went, and they're shocked. They're like, yeah. oh, how could, oh, you're doing much better for yourself. I said, I was doing good before that. Like, don't act like, <laughs> like, like I, was, I was doing good before that. I'm doing good afterwards. Like, it's just, that's not my lane, not my story, right? And I have a lot of folks that always ask me to share it. And I said, I don't want people pigeonholing me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I want them with the, oh, he's doing well after he, after he did this. I said, I, said, I was doing well for quite some time, right? So, yeah. so, um, and nothing against say, people who are trying to come out because it's also mental. You know what I'm saying? It's a mental health. It's a, it's mm-hmm. de- people deal with their struggles differently. And, and, um, and so I don't, I don't judge. It's just a matter of, I also don't pity some things, right? Like there's some things I said, you got to get out your own way, yeah. right? And, and that's tough love because I received it, including myself and self reflection. I said, I can't let that beat me and define me and move on. You know, and, and um, it's always easier said than done because it's like I'll sit here, get off the screen, and I'm crying. Oh, you can't get through this. <laughs> no one's in the room. It's like, oh, it's just, I, I got to. And then, J1, get your composure. Get your stuff back on. <laughs> exactly. And just go. So I'm not going to sit there like I'm bulletproof and, and, and don't have skeletons in my closet, but I'm one who don't let people try to uh, use those skeletons in your closets against me. I'm the type where, all right, you grab a bone and I'll grab a bone. Let's, let's fence, right? Like, yeah. like. Tell, tell me something I don't know. I says, but my thing is what you learn from it. You know what I'm saying? And hope you learn from it and, and you move forward, man. So, but no, nah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about what's to come. Um, whatever you're planning within your five and 10 years, I know it's going to be excellent because I see 
see the recognition, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and like I said, I love the accolades and recognition, but I said, come with a check. Yeah, I, said, I got, I got this one right here. I'm waiting for, for somebody to send me a check from over here. Oh, that was cool, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's, let's talk about the SVVD check. This is one of my favorite ones, man. Right? This is run by a youth organization. And that was 3D printed by a youth person, uh, a young young lady and her dad. And uh, even though it took months, like, I still got like two more. I got a bunch of the adult ones. I got one more um, young person I couldn't get a hold of because it was COVID. So trying to get get people out there and we'll see if we'll get definitely get get your check instead of your fifty dollar stipend you used to get from, from turn up right because because we used to do turn up the youth and we offered stipends to the instructors and a lot of them said now nah, i want to put it back into the program which i appreciate it right yeah. so now it's like um but i'm always looking for for it was a one wants wants free i said no i i said if feasibility means don't gouge me and if we can figure out a way to get some money to because I want to leverage that to grow it, you know what I'm saying, to make yeah. even more. Um, and then sometimes in the community, it makes me, it makes me, I'm like, how much you make? How much you make as an ED? Yeah. You make like a buck fifty, uh, <laughs> hundred fifty thousand, right? Yeah. I said, and then you're gonna sit here, well, we're a nonprofit. Uh, can you do this? Can you do that? Yeah. So how about you give me uh, 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 <laughs> a percentage of your salary? I'll do the project as a consultant. Look at you. Oh, oh, oh. See, so, yeah. So so. Uh, no, but that's a whole nother thing I'm trying to tackle with nonprofits. And I, I said, I, I understand they put their time and attention to education, but, um, and I don't, I don't ever sit, take away someone's value, but I do as far as their practice, meaning you lay off staff, you cut programs, you're about community, not about collecting your, your large ass check. Like yeah. that's how I look at it. I said, if this, if the organization can sustain it, then you're know saying you, you you do it because you're bringing in the dollars and they can sustain it, sustain it. But when you got to cut really good programs and cut people who depend on those jobs because you want to still drive your bends and, and so live in this flat, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, and I'm yeah. being honest. I have, uh, even if I decide to get into an ED, just give me where I can maintain, not be rich, just maintain my, my livelihood. I have other hustles to make that extra, extra income. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and that's just that's just me. That's just my opinion, my two cents. You don't like it, you can turn off the podcast <laughs> yeah. and, and go fly a kite. <laughs> and kick, rocks. And kick rocks. Like when I'm on my wall of Facebook, Juan, why'd you say that? Did you see my hashtag, my two cents? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> my wall, my two cents. Right. Oh, and, and um, but yeah, yeah, man, it's it's this is this is cool, Juan. Like I'm I, I really appreciate you being a part of this. You know, saying like my inaugural whatever, how you say that word? Inaugural. Inaugural. My inaugural season, episode two. See, I'm, I'm, I'm not, listen, I'm not T.I. I'm yeah. not going to be for trying to use <laughs> exponentially all those words where everyone's at my podcast like, oh, what did he say? The scrabble winning words. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you didn't even use that right. I know that. I said, I didn't even know the word, but it don't sound right when you used it, right? Yeah. Professor Ti actually, he was just in a movie called Monster Hunters. You got to watch it. It just came out like during the twenty twenty. I even know it came out. Yeah. And um, it's the one from um, man, what's that video game with with the oh man, Doom? Not Doom, Resident Evil. Resident so the, Evil. So yeah. the, so the chick who played in Resident Evil is the lead in this. So it's her, Megan Goods in there, Ti. They last five seconds. 
You know, <laughs> I watched. Oh, this is gonna be good. They get to the movie. They all dead. I'm like, <laughs> Ti is dead. I said, uh, Megan Good's dead. Yeah. I said there was nothing good about Megan Good. She like, she cried for like two seconds. Next thing I know, she's dead by one of like the monsters that killed her. It, it, I, like I never even heard the movie, seen the previews. I'm like, what's this? And I see Ti. So I'm gonna watch this. It's gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I said, damn, they killed them off quick. I said, those are, that was a quick paycheck. They went, oh, that's, they, they, even, they weren't even long enough to get supporting actor or supporting actress. Like, there was this nothing. 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 <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is definitely for the check. Probably, was, probably on the way somewhere else. And they've just seen them on set. No, like, let's, 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 over here. <laughs> let's record the scene real quick. We don't got like, the extras that we need. And they had all these little spiders. I'm like, where's Tiny? <laughs> <laughs> One of those spiders is tiny. But right. so, uh, oh, uh, right, I'm good. No more cracking on Ti. I'm a Ti. I'm a rubber band man fan, right? The, yeah, yeah. The, the Ti, that Ti versus the other one, right? So, uh, but nah, that was funny. I was sitting there. I was like, oh man, watching some good movies. Hey, when's the last time you've been to a movie? You watched a movie? Uh, 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 something new? You see uh -huh. Black Widow yet? I have not seen Black Widow. I, the last movie I did see was uh, Space Jam 2. I saw Space that with my Jam. son. Uh, I, mean, I got the HBO Max. That's, I said HBO Max is good. That's why you pay 15 a month. That's cheaper than going yeah. to IMAX, right? Because if I bring yeah. me and all the kids, I, that's like $100 and change <laughs> versus $15 watching at home. But yeah. we did go We did go for the movies since COVID started uh, when Black Widow, Black Widow, Black Widow yeah. came. And then it was a family thing. Then I came back and watched it again on, on uh on the Disney on Disney Plus on the yeah. fire fire stick. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's called Disney Plus Plus, right? So it's, it's, that's a whole another channel called Disney Plus Plus. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? It's 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 through IP Vanish. I don't know if you ever seen IP Vanish. Or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I watched that. Um, and and I came back and she's like, "You watching it again?" I said, "Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was actually a. I gotta check it out, man. It's actually good, it. man. It's like I haven't seen like a." Uh, they actually been good with their series too. That Loki on Disney Plus. Was yeah, really I heard a lot of good reviews. Um, about obviously, Mandalorian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Disney Plus was bananas. Uh, what I'm looking forward to seeing is C. Did you see the first season of C? No, I haven't heard of that one. You, you're gonna watch it. This is not on Disney. This is on Apple. Apple Plus. Yeah. So C is the dude who plays uh, Aquaman. All right. Yeah. So he plays it. It's it's cool. It's about a civilization where people are born blind. Oh, get out of here, yeah. So the whole civilization, everyone's blind. So if you're born with sight, you know what I'm saying? It's like a big thing. So there's a whole season. There's fights. It's it's like post-apocalyptic, and he's the lead in it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's it's it, the the first series season was bananas. It's off the hook, and I think season two is starting in August, right? Yeah. I think they're doing it in August. But you got to catch it if you get a chance. It's called C. I'm like, what's this C? Yeah. And they make these click click sounds. Like it's like they they use sound. You know, to do anything, he's he's fights. He's a warrior. You know what I'm saying? It's it's I definitely gotta see that, man. I've been it, I've been watching Snowfall lately. Snowfall yeah, I, mean, I got I gotta catch that. But if you think of it's like being think of Mad Max. If you ever seen Mad Max, no, man, I never. Man, you oh, you should be seeing some of this <laughs> stuff. Right? Mad Max, so Mad Max is uh from the '80s with Mel Gibson. He was on like, right, a, yeah. like a road warrior. That's what it's called, Mad Max, a road warrior. And then, like, they make these vehicles and, you know what I'm saying, post-apocalyptic time. Oh, yeah, I know, exactly, I know exactly what you're talking Those about. Those are mad, mad. So it's like that type of thing, right, but all blind people. 
All blind people and uh you got you got watch it. I'm telling you, it's bananas, man. And it's like you said the Apple, the Apple. Um, it's, it's part of yeah. Apple, but if not, you can get it on Apple Plus Plus, right? The, you, know, the plus plus. <laughs> <laughs> you get Disney Plus Plus, you got Apple Plus Plus, yeah, yeah. So you got Paramount Plus Plus, <laughs> yo Max, yo Max, add the plow. Yeah, this is the Plus Plus, the Hulu. <laughs> I said, that's it. I, I now I said, I do all this to save on cable. And then I'm like, then they come out with all the apps. I'm like, dude, you're going to be as much as cable for me to yeah, have, man, have everything. Get you. It's like Hulu and Spotify and Apple Music and uh, Netflix. I've had Netflix since I used to get the DVDs. Yeah. It was $8 for streaming back then with the DVDs. Now I'm like up to almost $20, right, to have it on multiple machines. Because you know how everybody in the house will be like, what's your, what's your password? <laughs> <laughs> Touch your password so I can even look at it. I'm blowing up spots. All my podcasts, they're going to be saying, look, now, now Netflix is going to cut off your IP because we know other people using your password. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been now. I've been paying. I'm a loyal customer. I've been around I'm since before. <laughs> but now, nah, um, so we're going to go into this segment. So I, I think I, I told you before we have one. If you can share something, if you don't mind, that's personal. <laughs> uh, and then I'll ask you to share something that's public that you're, you're working on. And then... um. We'll talk about how people can get a hold of you. You know what I'm saying? And your, your social handles and that type of stuff. So so I'm going to ask you uh, right now, so is there anything personal um, or private that you'd be willing to share that you I, think can help somebody that's listening? Yeah, I mean, I think the, um, a personal thing would have to be that uh, my father's perhaps the, the strongest person that I know. And I'm not just saying that because he's my father and he's been supporting me all my life. But... Um, uh, in 96, I was probably like about 12 years old, um, 11 years old. My father was operated. He had a kidney operation. And shortly after that, um, he was operated on his pancreas. And at that time, um, it was right before um, high school, like around middle school, he was told he was going to only live for about like two or three years. Um, and that was tough. I'm saying like just kind of like being at that age, you're, you're still figuring yourself out. You're, you're going through all that stuff, all, all those hormones. Um, and now you got to kind of like process that. Like, damn, not my father's not going to be around for so long. And he kind of like overcame that. I'm saying he he overcame that. And then he let it, it led him to become addicted to painkillers, like um, oxys and stuff like that, just because of the operation. He overcame that. I'm saying. Uh, and after he overcame that, I mean, it was a challenge. My father was somebody, um, after a while, my father became somebody that kind of like, um, took on the whole family and he raised us all. He raised me and my siblings um, after a certain period of time. Uh, and he raised us in a household. And he also took care of my grandmother at the same time, I'm saying. And anybody that knows my father knows my father's a loving person, right? Anybody that's been to my house or has been to my grandmother's house, my father's the first one, like, hey, you hungry? You want something to eat? Always provided like a plate of food, always joked around. And just make sure that you felt comfortable, that you felt like you had a good day. Um, and fast forward, um, um, I lost my brother to gun violence, right? And just seeing my father just kind of like um, always making sure that everybody had their head up, always making sure that everybody was supporting each other, everybody was good and, and, and still did what he had to do um, to be the backbone of the family um, it is real powerful. So that's kind of like my drive. Like when I see my dad, I'm like, damn, like I got to go 10 times harder than what he did. I'm saying, and, and and I give it my all for him, I'm saying, and, and, and 
that's that's pretty much it, man. I, it, it, I get real stirred up when I think about it, and you can hear it on my voice. I start cracking and stuff, crackling and stuff like that. Juan, I, I appreciate it, man, because it's like I get it. You know, say I get it. It's like having someone that you can lean on. Uh, I have I have both my parents. So both my parents are around. What's up, mom? What's up, Juan Senior? Yeah, he's the one who started the trend of us. Yeah. Um, uh, my dad's a Juan Senior too. Yeah, so, 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 oh, damn! Now there's five of us, right? So it's five of us. Well, you didn't name your son Juan, so you you broke the cycle, right? So you really yeah. broke it. But um, but nah, that's and and I met, I alluded to it earlier about a project Juan and I were talking about working on. Uh, something else that we relate to: we lost a younger brother to gun violence. You know what I'm saying? In 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 the streets of of Providence, and that takes a toll on you. You know what I'm saying? And Juan and I have shared many moments where he knows, even through a text or, or something he's seen me on, on Facebook, he can kind of see where my space is at, right? Like where, where, and, and some others that know me well. But the reason why I say Juan, because Juan realized we lost younger siblings, younger brothers, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, um, it's not the same as our parents losing their kids, because I say that to my mom. I said, I'll never, I'm a sibling, not saying it's it's less, but they lost something they created his father and his his mom and and I lost in my only baby brother with my mother you know what I'm saying there's six of us you know what I'm saying four girls there was two boys and I'm the oldest and um and just being that backbone at least you have your dad and um I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to commend my brother's father uh and, and he's I got to see him we did a celebration for my brother's birthday which you, they've been doing since he passed um, I had mixed feelings about the events, you know, like I come there because still unsolved, my brother's murders unsolved. I don't know who knows what and who's a part of what suspect of everybody, you know, and then it's just an emotional type of situation to be in. But this year, Juan, it was like, it felt good, right? Cause I'm no longer like, I'm always going to grieve. Like I'm always going to miss my brother. But I got to a point where I wanted his memory and his legacy to be different than me just grieving and constantly being angry. Right. Yeah. So um, so the reason why I'm commending his dad, his dad attended. And this is the first time his dad ever attended any of these type of events after the passing of my brother. And um, and he's just I consider him a stepdad. You know what I'm saying? And he's he's loved all my mom's kids. You know, so even though he just has my brother like his and um, just a big heart, big dude. You know, saying no, no doubt he doesn't tolerate anything. But his heart is this so genuine. He hugged me, waited for me. We talked. Cause he knew how I felt, and you know, what I'm saying, like I said, he's still that's his dad. But he he knew I was out of character for like a year. Juan, you knew me. You know, what I'm saying we knew each other, and 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 um, so I'm happy. I'm happy that like I said, even your dad pulling it together. You know, what I'm saying trying to be that backbone of the family. You seen it and trying to emulate it to continue that legacy, and, and it helps feed you. Um, like I said, I, I do that. I feed off others. You know, what I'm saying I just I feed off others' energy. Um, and I'm trying to, to, um, turn that energy into a positive, even if it's negative energy, like just trying to repel that negative energy, lure it off it and really come to with a good one. Right. So I say, I love the fact that you're seeing that. Right. And then now you want that instilled in you, you know what I'm saying? Passing those things on. And so with my stepdad, with, with, um, my brother chicken's father, like he's, like he's just real sincere. Like I'm not his kid, you know what I'm saying? And he's not, he's only, he's not many years older than me. You know, like I tell everybody, my brother, I'm 15 years older than my baby brother. You know, when when he was born, my son was two years younger than him. So they they grew up like brothers. You know what I'm saying? And I was still learning to be a father. 
They look like they were like two little brothers. One I just happened to create, the other one was my mother's kid, right? And um, but just seeing him, like the resilience, and just he was happy that he came, and just it's tough, it's tough. But when you see tough people going through tough times, and um, you just try to see if you can build that same same type of resilience. Yeah. And and I commend you, man, because I know when we talk, it it, it it I can see the demeanor, you know, so I can see the change, and um. And the reason why I want to talk about it because it, it makes not it's never going to be easy. We're going to sit here and talk about oh, it gets easier with time. Everyone tells you that. I said my stepfather, my sister's father, was killed in 1986. I never got over that. That changed the whole tra- trajectory of my family. Then I lost my brother-in-law, my niece's father. This was in 2009. Like I'm, I might be off with the years. He was killed, right? And then I lost my brother in 2017. So I said I lost some really close family to murder in these streets. Right. And then it left my sister with no father. My other sister didn't have a father. My niece doesn't have a father. My, my nephew doesn't have a father. So, so I brought my sisters to father daughter dances. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm bringing my baby sisters to these dances and, and there's a picture I, I, I might pop it up if I find it. I look like her. <laughs> I look like her. I look like her. Cool. I'm like half of me. You actually can yeah. see my Adam's apple and everything, right? <laughs> and I got my sister on my lap. My other one's sitting here. Mind you, they don't like when I, they don't like when I show the pictures because now they're selfie queens, right? Yeah. So, they're, so they're always looking bomb. When I show this, their hair's jacked up. Their mother, my mother, dressed them in some type of dresses. She's like, "Why you gotta show that picture?" I said, "Cause." It's, <laughs> Because it's 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 emotional, right? I got my two, I'm bringing my sister to a daughter dance, uh, uh, father daughter dance. That's I said, look, yeah. I said, I got a striped shirt, and look, I look at these big thick ass glasses. I'm like, yeah. but it's just the moment in time, right? But they're really self centered sometimes. Like, ah, my hair's not done. <laughs> I said, you're like eight years old. You're worried about your damn hair. <laughs> two ponytails. Not even that. You only had enough hair for one ponytail. A half a, a, half a tail. That's that's a mini ponytail, right? Your whole one turns for. Oh man. Anyways, but that's, yeah, I mean, that I think that's something that um not a lot of people understand is that um it's it's a permanent scar. You know what I'm saying, and at any given moment, you could be have you could be laughing, you could be having a grand time, and. Anything can just strike a nerve, or even just a thought might just bring back some, uh, 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 bring back a memory that might hurt you, um, and, and that might throw you all off completely. And you gotta, you have to live with that. You have to learn to adjust that right away, and, and make those adjustments so that way you can continue living your day and going about your day. Um, and an example, like I give you an example, like there's times that I've I've taught a lesson, I'll be in the middle of a lesson right in the groove of that lesson in the classroom and, and I'll look out and something might um, give, make me remember my brother and that alone <laughs> just throw me off and I'll have to take a second on pause and, and step away from that lesson for a minute. I, and I, I tell the students like, yo, you got to excuse me for a minute, I'm trying to bring myself back and go back out there and kind of like complete the job. Um, and I'm sure you go through the same thing, Juan. Yeah, I, I so, definitely, so. definitely do, especially when I said his birthday, it was a good day. Leading up to it was okay. Afterwards, I was not good. Yeah. Right? Like I said, a couple of days, like nightmares. And everyone said, yeah, I said, I, I sometimes I don't sleep because during that time, I didn't want to have these dreams of my brother. You know, like, and some of them are good, like, just reminiscing when he was little and everything else. And then some of, of the night of, you know, like, just, and then just thinking of those thoughts. And it don't even have to be at night. Like you said, it can be something that just triggers it. 
And uh, and my my family dealt with it. You know what I'm saying? They dealt with me crying in the middle of the night. My my daughters, like dad. You know, um, hold on one second. <laughs> Hello. Yo. And see, this is what happens when you do stuff in the house. My, see, my wife's trying to yell, but I had to put it on mute. I remember I said I could get my son. I said I, I text him and said it'll be on my way. But the um, but just back to like like I said, I've been dealing with that. It was like I said those first few years, and then occasionally I'll just wake up. You know what I'm saying? Like just just thinking about, and, and then then there's a, a, a guilt factor. Right? There's there's a guilt factor. Being that, an older brother, man. Exactly, and so everyone's like. Why you feel I said I'm supposed to be his protector, right? Yeah. Like his old brother, older brother, and people put in. Well, he's in. The, he was an adult. You know what I'm saying? I said I get that. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if we're 50, 60, 70. You know what I'm saying? It's it's that's that's something you and I when I said talk about it. I said people don't understand that part. Yeah, like, it's like it's, you feel like you didn't. Even if you don't, you didn't protect him. You feel like you didn't do enough. You didn't say enough to 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 keep him out of harm's way, or to even just slightly make him change his mind on a certain behavior, like. And because you've been through it, we've been through it. We've experienced some stuff, but and and my brother and I, we bumped heads. You know what I'm saying? And I said literally because he, he was the generation that they wanted him on Ritalin. My mother called me. I have I fight with him until he knocks out, and then I knock out. We're both knocked out on the couch, right? Like just yeah. like just that discipline. His dad too was always there, so it's not like his father wasn't there. But my I was more accessible, and um, and I just thought about it, and I knew the challenges we had. Even I was even petrified when he came home. You know what I'm saying? And when he came home, something happened. And then that last time something happened, he didn't come back. And so um, I do. I, I think about that. And, sometimes, and I said, I, I do feel that guilt. Uh, and everyone said, what are you going to do? You're going to go out there and do what that lifestyle? I said, I felt like it for a minute. You know what I'm saying? And then you realize you got your children. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like you got your wife. You got, you know what I'm saying, your other siblings. You got your, your parents. You know, it's like this. You start thinking about those situations. Right. So so the best way to honor my brother is to pursue my life, you know what I'm saying, and do the best I can with with what I created. My and then his his son, my nephew, you know what I'm saying? And um yeah, man, just try to work his legacy. Like I said, I created a brand, chicken brand, I got the shirts, you know what I'm saying, do that, and then all the revenue goes to my my nephew. Yeah. Uh I got his poetry book, which I need to finish so I can publish that and get that out there. Uh, I didn't even I didn't even know he wrote poetry until he until he passed away. You got some audio which is dope, man. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that audio that sent me. Oh yeah. man, that gave me goosebumps when I was listening to that. Especially <laughs> when you hear the poem, right? Like you, yeah. and I'm gonna share that because it's like when when I put it out there, it's like he spoke it. You know what I'm saying into existence. Unfortunately, you know what I'm saying. Like just that whole the whole premise of that poem, and I got like 80 of them. We're gonna release like 25, and I think my sister got a book. And um, when I was away, and when and in the segment with that that story, when I was away, he wrote me a letter, and I think he was thirteen. I'm trying to think when I was in the, he had, he might have been thirteen, even younger than that. I should be there, not you, Jay. When I was away, right? He wrote me this letter. Penmanship can't spell everything else. Chicken like chicken scratch, yeah. and um, and then fast forward to when he started writing when he was inside because he did almost five years before he came home. His penmanship was immaculate, right? You know, when you're inside, he's writing to girls, and then these poems are pretty much about his ex and all this <laughs> stuff. And um, 
And I just watched that and I read through him. I'm like, wow, I didn't know, you know what I'm saying? He was really into this. And um, there's a few other things that I discovered, but that was cool. So I'm like, hope I'm going to publish it. The first book with, you know what I'm saying? 25 of his poems. And um, yeah, man, it just, like I said, continue. All I can do is continue his legacy, you know what I'm saying? And this, uh, and not focus on, well, he did this. And cause they kind of like focus on it. Like he deserved it. Right. Like they, they try to, Sometimes society makes it, well, that's the lifestyle they live, and they live by the sword, die by the sword. I said, I get it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But my brother was at a point where he was this close one. Like, he was working every day with his father, spending time with his son. You know, he he just did some time where it's like it's, he had to get adjusted. And um, he wasn't he was home maybe just a year, a year and change before I lost and And, and um yeah, it was just, it's like, we and we have plenty of stories like that. We have friends, not just family, that didn't make it over that hill. The hill mm-hmm. that we're at the top and on the decline, you know what I'm saying, as we get older. And, um, yeah, man, so it's like, that's, so, so I'm hoping, like I said, with our relationship being supportive of each other, you know what I'm saying, like I said, when those times hit, you know what I'm saying, let's definitely, definitely chat, you know what I'm saying, talk. We don't have to sit in it by yourself. I know you got your family. But uh, definitely yeah, support yeah. system, and and we dive into our work, we dive into our passions, our creatives, and um, and and I'm just happy to do that. I'm happy to, ha- I'm happy to meet you, and happy to be part of that. You know, what I'm saying this, have this type of relationship because I don't have too many in my circle. It was like, one. How many in your circle? I'm a circle of one. <laughs> <laughs> circle really small. I said my my circle's small, right? But I got ripples, right? You might be in the yeah. other ripple, but my, my initial ripple is very. There's no room. I'm too fat. Yeah. Like, I get, when I, when I lose some weight, you know what I'm saying? Then you can fit in this circle. But right now, it's just, oh, it's just enough room for me, you know, and my skinny son, who's like six something, almost six feet. <laughs> six seven. <laughs> and like this big. So he can fit in. Then I turn around and get caught my ass crack. What's that cartoon? The robots. <laughs> Miss Miss yeah. Fanny. I don't know if you ever yeah. watched that. No, she turns around and that skinny robot's caught in the crack. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta watch that. It's like, where are you? And she turns around, oh, and he's caught right there. So it's all. Uh, I gotta look for that. <laughs> yeah, boys. Uh, yeah, robots. That that was. And what's that with? Uh, uh, I can't think of the actor. But yeah, <laughs> man. So so we're gonna wrap this up. And so so wrapping up, I just want you to plug and let people know how they can get a hold of you, how they can support your projects, and, yeah, um, and go from there. Definitely. Um, you can definitely follow us on all our social media, which is Winners Circle XR. Um, and I'll, I'll go on our website, check out our website. Um, our website and our social media I'll update you um, as much as I can. I mean, you can sign up for our monthly newsletter right from our website and you'll get the monthly updates. But um, yeah, we got tons of stuff going on and keep a lookout for what we have going on in the fall, man, because there's definitely some really dope stuff that we got coming soon. I just don't want to um, talk about it now and release all that information just yet to like cross all my T's and dot all my I's. Now nah, that's cool. Like I said, loads of, they know how to uh, to keep updated. Join your newsletter. I definitely suggest join the newsletter so you can see what's new, up and coming when they can announce it. And um, definitely, we're going to be doing some work uh, with a Circle XR. Yes, PVD. Yes, PVD. You yeah. know, saying that the youth initiative. Uh, sorry, I'll give you a three D uh, printed check. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so you can't cash it, but I'm like, yeah, here's your award, your accolade, and then one. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna make another one of those big checks for you. Yeah. Awesome, and I'm gonna give it to you, and then you can hang that yeah. up. So that's nah, man. I, I honestly, yo, I'm, I'll make this public, man. I, yo, why? I got nothing but love for you, man. You won. You've been supporting me since this thing started. Since I started this from the beginning, 
And I remember calling you when I first thought of the idea, and you've been like super supportive ever since, man. So I, I thank you all the way. I can't if I can do more than just thank you, man. Just know that I will, man. Well, you can send the check my way, and yeah, I, I definitely will, man. Once I get that, I told you, once, I, once you give me that million dollars, I'm gonna give you that twenty. <laughs> yeah, like someone says, yeah, I borrowed twenty dollars to play the lottery. What are you gonna do? Give you your twenty dollars back? That's what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> I won the mega bucks or whatever the, the, the Powerball. Hey, thank you for letting me use that twenty. Here's here's the twenty. Matter of fact, I'm gonna give you forty. You gotta double your money. How about yeah. that? You don't say double your money. But no, nah, man, I appreciate the flowers because that's one thing I, I definitely giving you your flowers. You know, say this this is like I said the focus with you. I know I talk a lot, but that's that's just whatever. That's why I'm doing this podcast because I talk a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's it's. But nah, man, it's like I want to highlight what you do. People get to know who you are. You know what I'm saying? And um. And I appreciate it. I appreciate the response of, of putting this project together. And um, and like I said, I got flowers from other guests. And I'm like, it's just cool to, it feels good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't do it for recognition. You know what I'm saying? There was a one. You always like confirmation because I want to know I'm in the right direction. But as far as like, like giving people flowers on what they inspire them to do or where they support, man, just tell them. I, I kind of, doing this is not me. Right, I'm the wizard behind the scenes, and they're like, "Juan, you're a brander, right?" I said, "Yeah, but I'm an introvert, extrovert, whatever vert they call Levert. I like the Levert. Where Levert the the, the R&B. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Levert. That's what it is, right? So uh, I'm the skinny one and the fat one, Levert. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. It's, so so I appreciate that. I appreciate um the acknowledgement, man. And I'm looking for. I'm looking. I'm excited. Like I'm yeah, really yeah. excited about projects because we're in that space of new, new, new. You know what I'm saying? This is the new, new. Now you ain't know that one. This is the new, new, new. You know the, <laughs> the new I know about the new, new. That's old. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we in the new, new. Even though he's 50 and I'm 49, <laughs> we we still we Gen X's, but we on the cusp of the Gen Z. You know what I'm saying? We got. We cool, we cool pops, right? It's, it's, I, I can, like my my father's cool. What are you talking about? That's just something. My father's cool. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, Juan, I really, I really appreciate it, man. I love cracking up with you. You know what I'm saying? I love. Uh, we didn't make fun of too many people. Trying to keep yeah. it, you know how I am when we have a, a private conversation. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I really have him laughing. His stomach hurting, right? So, um, because I'm definitely, we definitely. Oh, when I start having comedians on here, oh, oh this, yeah, is gonna, this, this is over. This is over. I ain't gonna make cracks at them. Why? I said, because I'm not yeah. stupid. They do that for a profession. Right? <laughs> I've been in positions where an amateur made. Oh, look at you! You looking yeah. at? Oh, I was with. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Blackson, Michael Blackson. Michael so, Blackson. Yeah. So we we bring him to FET, and so we're in a, a radio station, and the radio host, radio guy, tries to crack on him. He says, "Look at you! You're ashy." He says it to Michael Blackson. I'm like, really? I see you really. Yeah, he went. He went in on this dude, man. <laughs> then he then he paused. Right, DJ got comfortable. Oh, he's done. Then he continue yeah. again. <laughs> said, "Oh man, he." he I just, don't unplug this mic. <laughs> you're, you're not doing this on my show. He ate him alive, right? I said, "Dude, that was such a good promo for our content." Because he just, I'm like, you really just took it. That's like smacking Mike Tyson in the prime. Like, listen. And then not expect to get your head knocked on, which I know he did that publicly anyway. But I'm just saying, like, just I'm like, yo, man. I said so. I hopefully there are some comedians I'm working with. They'll be on the list. Uh, Lad's one of the comedians that was on episode one, but we didn't touch on the comedy. You know, what I'm saying he, he besides the, he's you ain't catching me that way. See, so yeah, I'm gonna 
I, yeah. I, know, I, know, I know my roar. I said, uh-uh, I'm not trying to get ate up by these professional comedians, right? I might throw some cracks, but it ain't towards them. We'll crack. You know what we're going to do? We're going to jump crack somebody else. <laughs> you said, you know, we're going to pick somebody and we're both going to crack on right now on each other. Just, just that person. Them, just tell them they're going to be a guest and surprise them with a bunch of crap. And then this, this sucker shot them with a boot. It's, it's like a whole just... This is your mama jokes. A whole oh, snap. A host, we're gonna do a snap session. <laughs> surprise snaps. That's what's gonna do. There you go. Look, you made another segment. But Juan, really, again, I appreciate the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna let you go tuck yourself in since you're tired. I know chasing the little mini me's around. Yeah, yeah. And, thank uh, you, man. Nah, and I and I appreciate being the guest on here and and we at the hours. We did good, man. And, and, and I might not have to do too much editing. We're going to do this format more often, right? Yeah, this, like, this, this is, is dope, man. Appreciate <laughs> this, it. this is good. Because um, I got to definitely chop and screw the first episode. <laughs> he <Wow>. said, <laughs> yeah. And get it going. But Juan, you have a good night, man. And I appreciate it. Everyone, look out for the episode. I'll be putting this um, putting this up. You know what I'm saying? And um, Juan, anything you want to say before we end? Um, nah, nah, just thank you, man. I appreciate you having me on this. And, and like I said, keep a lookout for, for some of the projects that we got going on with Winter Circle and um, Yes PVD because Yes PVD got some awesome stuff going on. And I'm looking forward to some, all the stuff that we got that, that that that's coming up soon. You got it. All right, so wine and wine makes two. There we Peace. go. I'll talk to you. <laughs> Peace. Thanks, Juan. Later. Peace, everybody.